Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. <laughs> yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Hey nurse friends, welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast. So today I have a controversial topic to talk about with you guys. And I really um, know that this can be a touchy subject for nurses or healthcare professionals in general, but I really think it is important for us to at least recognize some of the things that are going on within our healthcare system and how the entire system is kind of designed to put a band-aid on things. And as healthcare professionals, I know it's a harsh reality and it can be a hard pill to swallow for some of us, no pun intended. But to think about the healthcare system in America, to think that it sucks, I mean, that is, that's hard. We've all sacrificed time and energy and money, and we've worked long hours and we spent time away from our family, all dedicated to this healthcare system that we are working in in the United States. And you guys, the truth is we are the 43rd in the world for life expectancy. And that's crazy to think about when you have such technology advancements in our country that we are still ranked 43rd in the world for life expectancy. So we have a healthcare system that is great at identifying problems once they exist, most of the time anyway. And then what happens is then you try to manage those problems with a combination of pills and procedures. So think about it like this way. So if someone comes in and they're diagnosed with high cholesterol, okay, well, let's put them on a statin. Well, instead of saying first knee-jerk response, let's put them on a drug, like why not say, okay, we all know that high cholesterol is related, directly related to diet and exercise. Let's change our diet. Let's fix the problem. Or better yet, let's prevent the problem from happening in the first place. Pills, pharmaceuticals, they treat symptoms. They do not treat disease. They slow the disease progression in most cases, but there's always a cost to it. So think about the long list of side effects that are associated with just one prescription pill, just one drug that either we take or that we pass on our rounds in the hospital that we give our patients. The numerous side effects that are associated with that one prescription pill. So when it comes to our healthcare system, guys, it's sad. It really is, but it's our healthcare system is designed and it's more about sick care, taking care of the patients that are sick versus health care because there is little to no focus on prevention. And let's just be honest here. It, there is not. And the truth is medical training 
does not emphasize prevention. Okay, there is no emphasis on nutrition. You can ask any medical doctor, any medical professional out there, and they will tell you that they were taught very little about nutrition. But I can promise you that they studied endless hours for pharmacology exams. I know in nursing school, pharmacology was huge. That was one of the things that intimidated the crap out of me is knowing all of these medicines and knowing the side effects of these medications and if this medicine was going to interact with this medicine and that's what we're taught and that is the system. It is not healthcare providers' faults. It's not our faults as nurses. It's the system. You guys, pharmaceuticals can be the most amazing life-saving interventions in the world. They can truly save your life, right? I'm not saying that there is not a need for pharmaceuticals, but the problem is that drugs are way overused, way overprescribed. And I used to work in the ER and we passed drugs all day long. And a lot of times they were for life-saving measures and they were very much needed. But you guys, the problem is that drugs, they're hardly ever needed ever. It just for the average individual, unless you're in the ER or you're in a life or death situation where if you didn't get the drug, you would die. There is really no need for pharmaceutical drugs. And yet as Americans, it seems normal that we're prescribed multiple drugs. Like 65 years and older are on an average of four pills a day, four prescription drugs. And honestly, I'd venture to say way more than that at age 65, because I think the statistics for just the average Americans, I think one in four is on a prescription drug. And that's crazy. So as nurses, we can pass meds all day long. And that's oftentimes what we do, right? But stop and think about how many medicines you hand out in one shift in one day and how crazy that is. And then what about the side effects of all these meds? So one pill, you see the commercials on TV, we know the the side effects of these drugs of just one pill. And if you're passing multiple drugs every day, think about all those side effects of this medicine. And it eventually becomes a vicious cycle of prescribing a medication for a symptom and then another medication for another symptom because it's a side effect of the first drug. So it's like this vicious cycle. So side effects of drugs have a massive, massive effect on our bodies. And studies have proven this. Like research has proven that it's detrimental to your health long-term to be on prescription medications. But oftentimes when people are prescribed medication, they're prescribed it for their entire life. Like this is something your doctor is going to tell you that you have to take for the rest of your life. So for example, I want you to think about all the statin drugs that we hand out to our patients or a family member that you that you know that is on a high cholesterol medication. Like I mentioned before, we all know that high cholesterol is 100% preventable and it is curable with diet and exercise. It's been proven, the statin drugs, this is proof. It has been proven to cause muscle weakness, muscle death. It's been proven to cause diabetes type 2, cardiomyopathy. So this means that you can still die of heart-related issues even though you're lowering your your cholesterol and you're supposed to be protecting your heart health because of the medication that you take. Because of the pharmaceutical medication, it causes neurological issues, liver damage, acidosis in the body. And if you know anything about acidosis or having an acid environment, cancer loves an acid environment. Okay, Alkaline, it cannot survive. It also, these statin drugs cause anemia, sexual dysfunction, cataracts, memory loss, then those are just a few. And we hand out this drug every single day. Or we know somebody very close to us that takes this prescription drug every single day for something that is 100% preventable, 100% curable with diet and exercise. There's so many ways to rebalance and fix your cholesterol without 
without a prescription. But so many people don't even know this. As healthcare professionals, why are we not advocating this? Because we're not taught that. And so that's what this episode is for. I really want you as a nurse to be aware of this situation and don't feel guilty for being a nurse, handing out medications. There is a time and place for medication, but I definitely know that there needs to be more education and there needs to be more nurses advocating that there is not always a need for a prescription drug. Another popular drug that when you think about acid reflux, I know you you guys know the pill I'm talking about. This brings in billions, billions of dollars a year from just one pill. The pharmaceutical company, just this one drug makes billions of dollars on every year. Seems harmless. It's an acid reflux medication, but it severely limits the body's ability to digest food. A proton pump inhibitor, taking you back to nursing school, (laughs) you remember what a proton pump inhibitor is? It inhibits stomach acid. But what you're not taught is that you need stomach acid to break down protein in your body. So if you're on a blocker, right, this can lead to things like parasites invading your intestines. It can lead to malnourishment. It can lead to osteoporosis, which is a huge one that may be one of the most popular side effects that we know from an acid-reducing drug. It causes osteoporosis because of the poor absorption of calcium and other minerals in your gut, right? It can cause IBS. So all of these things from this seemingly innocent drug that, again, we take it, we know someone else who takes it, or we give it to someone every single day. And did you know that this drug has a warning label on it that it shouldn't be used for more than two weeks? When was the last time you heard of someone taking a proton pump inhibitor for just two weeks? There's a warning label on it because of all of these side effects and all of these things that this drug causes. And think about acid reflux. Why is it? Why do people have these acid reflux? Get to the root of the problem. It's probably what they eat, what they're putting in their mouth. So it's crazy. We need nurses. We need people like you to advocate this and to educate people on this. And it's so sad, but most doctors are not taught in medical school why someone would even have acid reflux in the first place. And if you've never been taught why acid reflux occurs from a whole body system perspective, how could you ever know what to look for to rebalance the body, to rebalance your patients that are suffering from this? If you've never been taught it in medical school, how are you going to teach somebody how to fix it? You're taught to prescribe a prescription medication to fix it. It's not the doctor's fault. I want to put an emphasis on that. It's not the doctor's fault. It's the system. We have a broken healthcare system. We have a band-aided healthcare system. Because the system, this leads the doctors that are, this is how they're trained. They're specially instructed to match up your current symptoms to a drug that then can be prescribed, which then is covered by your health insurance. So think about this in a sense of a business model. I want you to really picture this healthcare system as a business model, and I want you to see how it's broken. So you have a healthcare system that funds medical schools. The medical schools train their doctors to look for symptoms, and they train them to then prescribe a medication. That medication is then covered by your insurance. So it's a perfect business model. So you have a drug company that pays the professors to talk about a specific drug in their class. Okay, Then you have medical teachers. They teach the, the future doctors to match that drug to a symptom. And then you have an insurance company that pays for the drug. The drug company gets the patient hooked on the product, whether it be something that your doctor says you have to be on long-term, whether it be any kind of medication that has any kind of addictive side effects. The patient gets hooked on it. The drug that causes the side effects, which leads to additional drugs being prescribed to mask those symptoms. So the patient gets hooked, gets all of these side effects, more than likely gets another drug to treat those symptoms of the side effects of the current or the first medication. And then the drug causes lifelong dependence 
on a monthly subscription plan that you pay for. Okay. Look at healthcare in that way and see how it is not a business model. It's about money. And sadly, I hate to say that, but it really is a driven, a money driven system. If we can really take the focus off of pills when it comes to helping people. And I know working in a hospital, I know there's constraints. I know there's constraints, you know, working in most of the healthcare system because this is the way we've been trained and this is the way we've been taught. And this is just what we do inside of the healthcare system. But I really want you to think about like, what if you could advocate outside of the healthcare system? What if you could do something in the online space that created this ripple effect that you were able to educate and you were able to impact someone's life and change their life completely to free them of being on a prescription medication for the rest of their life and dealing with side effects that come with that to being free from medicine to living their best life because they're not dependent on a prescription pill that is going to cause multiple other side effects that make them feel like crap. What if you were that person? As a nurse, you have the authority to educate people on these kinds of things and the world needs us. We need to be educating people and being an advocate for these people when it comes to their health because a lot of times you don't know what you don't know so patients they think their doctor is god like if their doctor says take it then i must need to take it for the rest of my life when in reality they need to be educated no you do not need to take this pill for the rest of your life there are other options there are ways to balance your body and treat this problem to prevent this problem to cure this problem and i know it can be hard to accept this idea of really thinking outside of the box when it comes to educating people in the healthcare space because we're confined to work inside the hospital walls and we're confined and we're taught to do things a certain way but as nurses and as doctors or any other healthcare professional I know it can be hard to accept that our healthcare system is broken and that there is a better way but I truly believe that if we all got into healthcare to actually help people and to realize that the healthcare system that we work for is not doing this for people it's not helping people. That is upsetting to think about that. We all got in healthcare to help people, and yet we are working for a system that is not helping people. In emergent situations, absolutely, but for long-term health, for these chronic conditions that can be treated, prevented with diet, lifestyle, exercise, natural ways, but we can be an advocate, my friends. We can arm ourselves with the knowledge, and we can share it with others, and we, we have the credibility. We have the credibility as a nurse, as a healthcare professional to teach people these things. We may not be able to change the system, but we can change lives. We can make an impact and we can help others without pushing pharmaceutical drugs. Again, Think about the online space. Think about how many people you could impact and help. Our patients need us to be their advocate inside of the hospital as well as on the outside of the hospital. We can change people's lives. The Band-Aid approach is keeping our patients sick. People are remaining sick because we are not advocating for them. High blood pressure, heart disease, high cholesterol, acid reflux, cancer, obesity are all preventable. The leading causes of death in the United States are 
preventable, and they are 100% related to our lifestyle. As Americans, your family members, your loved ones, they're dying of preventable diseases. Someone you love, someone you're taking care of in the hospital, this country is suffering and dying of preventable diseases. Let's do something about it. We have the knowledge, we have the power to do something about this. I will leave you with that, my friends. We have the power as nurses, as healthcare professionals, to do something about the healthcare system. We may not be able to directly change the healthcare system, but we can change lives outside of the hospital walls. We can make an impact and the world needs us. We have a band-aid healthcare system. What are you going to do to change that? I hope this episode empowers you. I hope that it does not offend you. I hope that you see the reality that we live in. And yes, it is a hard pill to swallow. But if you got into healthcare to truly help patients, it is our duty as nurses, as healthcare professionals, to advocate for our patients. I love you guys, and I will see you soon. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories, and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.